No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. Hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys have tuned into the last episode for 2020 with He Said What? I am your host, Simply Bree. And I don't know about you, but 2020, I am over it. Okay. Um, so much has happened this year. Um, we definitely will recap. Um, But tonight, we're also going to have a little discussion. We're going to talk about what do you expect? What are your expectations? What do you bring into the table when it comes to dating, my dear friends? Dating. So um, before we actually go into it, I want to go ahead and let you guys know that if this is your first time tuning in, please make yourself at home. This is where you belong, and I am so happy that you have decided to join us. So without further ado, um, let's get into tonight's topic. Also, if you are interested in advertising on the network, how could I forget this? Please make sure you go ahead and send us an email. The email is ads at simplybree.com. Um, that's A-D-S at simplybree.com. There you go. Right there. Right there. Um, make sure that you are also subscribing to the YouTube channel. Um, this is how you are updated with information on contents, our shows, Simply Sports. He say what? I mean, this is where you get all the juiciness, okay? All of the juiciness. So. As I stated, tonight's topic is uh, it's definitely a, a heated one. Well, I guess it depends on who you're talking to, um, but it has been across social media uh, recently, and we're talking about what do you look for at the table? So when you are dating, when you are in a relationship, um, or even just getting to know someone, what what are you expecting from them? So my guest, you guys have seen him before. This is my homie from Simply Sports, my road dog, my broski, the one and only Royal Game. Yeah, yeah. What's happening? You ready to cut up? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Oh, man, do I got to put on the glasses today? Can I leave the glasses on? Well, no, we're going to put the glasses on intermittently. So right, when cool, we cool, feel cool. like it's 
serious. What's going on, Aunt Jackie? Aunt Jackie's in the building. Hello. So, um, as I said, the topic, sir, what do you look for at the table? Why do you even, why why is it important to have this discussion? Whether you're married, single, dating, whatever. Because just the building blocks of the relationship. Because um, let's say you're thinking about getting a house and my credit score is two and a half and yours is 700. It ain't going to work. You know, I'm just saying, you know, and it ain't going to be about money. It's about tolerance, you know, um, where you can deal with this person. You know, your idea of a good time may be tearing them all inside out. Mine might be having a barbecue. Right. You know, <laughs> you know like money, you just, you know, so you gotta ask what they come to the table. I mean, if you want to tear the mall outside, do we both make enough money to do such things and be okay? Right. Or after you go to the mall, are we gonna live in a box or our car? Ooh, that's a good. You know question. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah you know priorities. Or, yeah, priorities. So you know, mm-hmm. it's not really. It's not sometimes it's not even physical or or uh, money wise. It's like spiritual. Yeah. Yo, are you one of the people who are, you know? Are into Jesus Christ? You think He's your Lord and Savior? Am I the Muslim? Are we gonna be able to spiritually mesh? Right. Um, deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. So coming to the table is not just about loot. It's about a lot of things, and those things should kind of be. You know, I mean, you gotta sit down one day, just big, big ass listen, be writing stuff down like <laughs> you got. It. But through your recording, through your yeah. So you say you got six fifty. When you gonna have that seven? You know, what I mean, it ain't like that. But, you know, through your courting, y'all should kind of be starting to iron these things out. Right. Yes. I'm Jackie said, why won't it work? Get your credit straight. Hey, man, look, I got lucky, right? Because uh, my credit was like, ooh, it was lower than my GPA. But um, <laughs> I worked at it and got it got back right. Because, right. um, yeah, you know what I mean? My my wife took me as is, you know, like one of them cribs as is. I was as is. I, you know, I had a good attitude, but you know, the credit that, wasn't where it needed to be. But uh, we worked at it and got it, got to where it needed to be. So yeah, I'm not saying it don't work, but in hindsight, now that I got a little older, got the grades, I wish I kind of had a, you know, took care of some of that stuff before I actually got started. Because it was a hell of a lot harder to get ourselves established than it could have been if I had to kind of took care of a few things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and it's just being responsible. It's yeah. definitely that's what it is. For sure, man. So it's like, yeah, I'm not saying it won't work because I'm I'd be lying if I said I came to the table with good credit and all that stuff, you know. But you know, it worked out eventually. But it makes it a heck of a lot easy when you have certain things kind of at least an idea or understanding the way things are. Right. You know, gives you like a guide or you know, whatever. I'm trying to figure out where this two and a half credit score comes from. Like Man. All right. So when I went to college, my credit score was great. But when you get in college, you get mad credit cards. Oh, yeah. They be waiting. Then I had a job, so I wasn't paying nothing. I'm just using my credit card, going through college, puppy, all about the Benjamins. It was good. It was a good college career. Good college career. Yeah. And then and after I got out, my credit was like doing. (laughs) Yeah, it's like reality kicked in. All of those swiper, no swipe. Yeah. Yeah, Best Buy had that six months same as cash. I had every CD in Best Buy. Every CD. It was bad. It was bad. Okay, well, now, what do you bring to the table when it comes to both business and personal relationships? Now or then? Now. 
oh man, shit, credit good. I got a better attitude. I'm actually easy to live with. That's very important. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, I've mellowed, and I don't mean mellowed in I've given up. I understand that people grow and change, and I've grown and changed, so I'm able to be more understanding of different situations where I was one of them people where this is the way it was, and I'm trying to hear you, I'm saying you, but I'm still not trying to hear you because this is the way it's supposed to be. Right. And and it, it's really hard to live that way, especially when you have no nuance in your life. Yeah. So I think my my financial savvy and my understanding and my passion for people actually are the biggest thing between me at 40, 45 versus me at 27. Yeah. And that yeah. just came with a lot of headaches. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, at that age, you're still trying to figure out, you know, what you're going to do with the degree if you even got the degree. Um, and and then life is, life is really kicking in. So she said he grew up to be a man. That's a plus. Yeah. Yeah. Oldest Redden in the building. Yeah. Oldest Redden. Yeah. (laughs) Had to to grow up. Yeah. I mean, some, some men are still out there trying to find that, that roof spurt, um, because they're stuck in the basement and that's just it. That's that's the high end of their life. What's going on, one mic? What up, dude? In the building. So, okay. So, that's what you bring. Um, was that your answer for personal, or was that for both personal and business? Um, for Well, as far as my household, as far as business, I'm, yeah. I got my focus back. Because I had a fire when I first came out the gates. I went to broadcast school. And then as I got married and I went a different direction, I became more of a family person and less of a build this business. And now I've gotten, I've come full circle. Now I'm coming back around. So now I have enough maturity so I can go after both. So I'm definitely much more of a monster as far as getting this business cracking and getting to a different level than I was then from now. So, cause I've always had a fire, but the fire, I, it's like, I couldn't balance both when I first came out the gates. Gotcha. It, I was going to be all the way. One or the real. other. Yeah. But now it's like, all right, we got to both because uh, I can't keep working like this. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah. I got to no, get to this next level. You know what I'm saying? That's true. They will get it. Just need a supportive friend or mentor. That is very true. Or motivation. Very motivation. Because sometimes when you and your mates ain't really digging each other, you got to find that inner fire to be like, all right, this is what I know needs to happen. And sometimes you have to be the bigger person to overcome the setbacks and stuff like that. So how did you handle setbacks back when you were younger, like fresh out of college, versus how you handle setbacks now? Oh, man, it was like me in different phases, right? When I was by myself and I ain't really had shit to lose, it was like, whatever. You know, I'll get them next time. You know, it was like, yeah. cool. It just didn't work out. But then when the stakes got bigger, when we weren't just talking about Royal failing, but Royal not being able to come through for his wife and his kids, that's when it was like, oh, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm sitting there scratching my head till I have both boss by, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm I'm cool on the outside, but I'm shitting bricks on the inside. Like, fuck, how we gonna be in the fight? It's not deal? just you. Yeah. So it was just like I held a lot of things internally and it was wiping me out. And I had to, you know, first of all, center myself and get a grip. And then start listening to my OGs that kind of been through it. Cause you know, when you're young, you think you're the first one that does everything. <laughs> of course. Ain't, ain't, ain't never ain't nobody been through this stuff with me. It's just me. So exactly. you know. 
You mean to tell me that's not how it goes? No, no, no. Take two. I was damn near taking awesome medicine. Shoot. Shoot, I had to get a grip. <laughs> dog, Zantac 75 was my dog, man. We used to be stomach, you'd be a knot, and I'm sitting there like, I'm fine, and dying on the inside, literally. And I had to, like, get a grip and, y'all get over it and, you know, really buckle down and see what, actually, I had to slow down to speed up. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's very important. And, Mike, yeah, the circle you keep can definitely help as well because now if you're around a bunch of people who are not motivated, who um, don't know what they want in life, don't know how to start or even where to go to, to begin with, and they're just very pessimistic. The cup is always half full uh, or half empty, uh, technically. Then how do you expect to have that type of energy boost you up? Like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And one thing I haven't done, which I, I do apologize for, yeah, my support system was cool, man. That's one thing I've always said. I think that's one reason I was able to kind of overcome some of the things. Because I've always had surrounded myself with good people. Like, even now. Even in my quest to now, you know, get to this next level, you know, stop being a working slave. I got a lot of cool people that I rock with now that yeah. came, some came back to me and some I just recently met. So yeah. the support system is huge. And I don't think I give them thanks enough. You know what I mean? Low key. So. Aww. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I don't think I give them thanks enough. Yes. I put the glass on when it's serious. <laughs> back to you. Yeah, that's right. Back to you. No, that's amazing. Um, I, I definitely love the energy. I love, you know, positive people. I love people who are always not even just willing to learn, but willing to teach at the same time. Because, yeah. you know, we can always learn something from one another. And that itself is, that's the most rewarding feeling ever. You know, to know that you have people in your circle who genuinely care about you and what you're doing, and it's not because they can get something out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. And a lot of people don't ever receive that opportunity, and it's sad to say, you know, and it's not cultural. That's just life. And sometimes you just have to be honest about the circle you have and be okay to walk away from people. Because even some of the people that I love to this day, some people I love, love, love them. Oh, man, they some of my favorite people in the world. Excuse my friend, I can't fuck with them now. Yeah. Because we, you know I mean, we started this way and then we went this way and now we don't align anymore. And it don't mean I love them less. I just have, I love me more and I have bigger things to do than to be on the stuff that you still want to be on. Right. And that's yeah. just evolution. That's it. That's how it goes. Like, that's the growth. So uh, Jackie says, we live and we learn from our past experiences and make a choice to go right. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of us yeah. make a choice to go right. You still have some stragglers who they just ain't hit their head enough times. So, you know. They, well, they you have to, to define what's right, though. What's, what's right to right? them? Yeah, right. you know what I mean? That's the question that we're all struggling with is what's right? You know what I mean? Because there's no good answer or no perfect way to live this life. Right. You know I mean, Jay Z always says best. You have to learn to live with regrets, and whatever is in the past, you got to leave that shit back there. Yeah, My problem is keep rocking. But some people, it is designed for them to not get it um, when everybody mm -hmm. else gets it, because maybe they're a slow learner, or maybe they just have to go through those experiences of failure 
in order to really appreciate success when it finally does come around. Um, yeah. So it, it just depends on how they look at it. So now speaking of success, what might a successful man require of a woman for her to be deemed as a wife? Um, wow. Cause everyone's um, idea is different, but if I just put my general hat on, um, I would have to say first the support has to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if that person doesn't understand exactly what your vision is, if you need a turkey sandwich and you're working late, that's the person that should be bringing your turkey sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, I forgot to turn the back light off. It should be, oh man, this fool ain't turning the back light off because he didn't go home from work. I'm gonna just turn it off for him. I'm gonna make sure he get up. So the support has to be there. And then you have to be willing to be flexible to their needs as well as he should be flexible to yours. Because it's not one-way street where he's just getting a bag and going out there getting it. But you should be flexible, too, and be willing to learn what he's into. Because you never know. He may need to call on you to help support him or vice versa. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Even if you're not the smartest person in the world, even if you don't have the highest level of education, Sometimes some people just need somebody just to rub their back from day to day, or to pray with them, or just lay down and just lay next to them, just just listen to them breathe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. sometimes you know I go, you go out working me hard on these streets, man. You be wanting to punch a boss and all that. You like, damn, I can't punch him because I can't get fired. Right. And damn, you know I just spent my last two hundred on this uh, on this damn car note, and I just want to yeah. lay here. Yeah. And sometimes understanding is bigger than everything. Yeah. Um, as far as the financials, you know what I mean? You ain't got to be rich, but you can't be broke, 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 broke. And you can't <laughs> be trying to spend up everybody else's bread and not trying to obtain your own. Because even as even as he grows, you should be growing too. I'm one of the right. firm believers that everybody, whether we have combined bread or not, you should have your choice too. Mm-hmm. Because you never know what can happen to me. And I want to know that you can handle your business even if I'm no longer here, whether I'm in heaven or divorce, whatever. I just want to know that you can handle yours or we got people that we take care of. They're cool. Right. Yeah. And be willing to learn. Right. Yes. Looks is that, you know, looks come and go, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't take care of, if you can't pick up where you left off, then... I mean, what are we doing? Are we just on a free ride? Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of people ask for unrealistic things when it comes to relationships. Like you want someone who can make six figures. You want a chick who body is going to look like a Barbie doll 24 seven, even after kids, but you're not being realistic. Like, okay, does your body Look like the Ken doll twenty four seven. It started you... out that way, but then it kind of like it swelled up. But I got it's somewhere in there. <laughs> Ken is somewhere around here, but I got to move some things back to find it. But it's still there, though. It's still there. <laughs> he said it swelled up. It swelled uh, up a little bit, you know. You know, do you have six figures? Do you make six figures? Like, if you only making three or four, then you can't okay. be asking. Or unrealistic. Okay, so Uh-oh. 
Okay, this is a whole my beer moment because I don't okay. mean this the way it's gonna sound, but it's, it's no way to, for me to say this without sound fucked up, right? Okay. If you just got promoted to cooking the fries and you're trying to date a CEO, you better be a hell of a motherfucking person because that is, that's, you know what I mean? It's like this. And I'm not saying job makes the status, but it's a different life. Right. You know what I mean? That person is in a different space and they're trying to do different things. And you have to be ready when they come for you, you got to be ready to be like, yo, I'm ready. You know, get your backpack and put that fry thing down. Let's go get this. I'm just saying. I was watching Come to America. You know, maybe like, I was cooking lettuce. Then we cook the fries. And that's where the big book's rolling. Yeah. So. Sorry, I, I watch a lot of TV. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Yes. Look, Andrake says, my three and his three make six figures. There you go. That's Hello. right. Yeah, yeah, because everything helped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, look, he may be covering like lights, water, and gas, but hey, you can do gas grill, homie. Handle that. Hello. I'm going to bring the steaks home. You grill them up. You go get pretty with the rest of your check, and we good. You know what I'm saying? It, That's you know what I mean? You don't have to be, you know what I mean? Everybody don't have to be all like money, 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 but it's it's the bond. You know what I'm saying? It's the teamwork. And that's yeah. what we lack a lot of right. times. It don't even be about the love or the sex or all that stuff. It'd be the the teamwork. And that's right. huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's no. crazy. A lot of people are out for self when they get into a relationship. And unfortunately, that right there is a foundation ready to crumble to begin mm. with. You know, when that person, I remember um, seeing a, a video and the chick was talking about, you know, if the guy gets injured, she out. Like, mm. we good and everything up until you get injured or you get sick. And then it's, I got to go to the next one. And it's like, okay, so this well, you is... you get sick. <laughs> Hello? Well, you get sick. Hey, right. man, they shoot, they shoot racehorses. So when you break your legs, I just get to 45 and take you out of the backyard and finish you off? Dude, it's a done deal. So yeah. it goes both ways. So, you know, just the treatment of people... It's like you gotta you gotta understand that people don't have a value of a, a, a number a numerical value to themselves. People yeah. are human beings. What you have today can be gone tomorrow. So you know, make sure that what you're looking for, you can also bring it to the table. Aunt Jackie yeah. says, "Building together." Yes, I hear you. Yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. At the end of the day, because so I can now, tell you, I have dug ditches. I have mm-hmm. worked in desk. I've been corporate America. I've been lower America. Whatever it took, that's what I've been willing to do. Right. And you know what I mean? Yeah, it was to it was some days where, yeah, I didn't have the money to do this and that. And sometimes my wife had to hold me down. A lot of times I had to hold her down. You know, a couple cars. We had to go get them because the man hooked them up to the thing. We had to go find them and go get the car back. <laughs> We still here, you know what I'm saying? So it, yeah. it's it's ups and downs, man. Because that six figure, especially, and I'll I'll say this purposes. I've been thinking about this a lot. Mm-hmm. When you make six figures and you work for somebody, you're still getting money on their terms. So yep. the ebbs and flows of that business goes with your bag. Yeah. Because I, you know, what I mean, because we all have friends who were the manager, and then like I'm Betty come in there and throw a fool, and next thing you know, they got demoted or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you don't, when you're not building your own wealth and you work for somebody, that six figures is like shadow money. 
because right. anything that business move out of business, they could go in a different direction. And long story short, with me, I used to be a manager for Radio Shack. I was a manager. I was one of the top managers in the company. I walked in one day and I didn't have a job, and I had like, and I'm talking about, I was making like damn near seventy at the time managing the store and then i come in i'm like what do you mean i ain't do nothing wrong i ain't even steal like damn i ain't right. steal nothing wait a minute i ain't even steal how was that yeah. i'm get. i got let go and i ain't even get to steal nothing well give me this tv <laughs> let me steal something <laughs> then we feel like i earned my you know earned my pirate and oh, next thing you know we got cardinals we got rent and now it's like damn what do we do now so yeah. that's my wife in the background say what up to hey wifey that's your end. Hey. Um, All she I'm, got is KFC. That's right. I'm pitch hitting for the show. She's like, you're not supposed to be on. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's right. So how does um she said, Andre said, I can't believe Radio Shack went out of business. Right? Neither did I. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> we all learned at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> It was a surprise to me too. Like, what do you mean I don't got no job? What, what is this? Mm-hmm. So, so here's a here's an interesting question because a lot of mm-hmm. the times people don't think about the physical attraction or the physical beauty. How does the physical appearance and behavior of the woman play a role with a man who is either a public figure or viewed in the spotlight of his industry? Ooh, it depends, man. Because if you're an entertainer, then most entertainers bank on being flashy. So you want somebody to either match your energy or kind of play it back. It depends on what you're trying to sell. You know, if you're LL Cool J, how many times have you seen his wife? You know what I'm saying? Because he plays to the ladies. So if LL comes on every video butt naked with his wife, that takes away from the fantasy and ain't nobody trying to buy LL Cool J records. Right. Yeah. My personal opinion of him, leave that alone. It's, it's not time for that. But okay. it's a rap thing. It's a rap thing. But right. Personally, I think he's great, but rap wild right now. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's another story. But if you are like Denzel Washington, he embraces family. Right. You know what I'm saying? And him, from what I read and seen about him, he was more hoping that his wife would be the mainstay of the household to make sure the children got raised. Because he always like mad praises her for being the rock of the family while he was out there getting getting these Oscars and getting the money. Right, right. And he had to worry about her being like in the club and being fat biscuit with the kids like looking like whatever. Right, yeah. And withdrawing all the bread and you know buying Botox. He didn't have to worry about that because she was rocking. <laughs> he said the Botox. Yeah. It's like I got another lip. <laughs> I got another lip. <laughs> Okay. All right. So it just depends on the situation. Everybody should, as we grow and change, it should be a flexible thing, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, that's, and that's something that a lot of people who want these celebrities, they want a basketball player, they want an NFL player. Well, guess what? You may not be able to go arm on arm with him wearing rainbow clothes or or wearing fashion mm-hmm. fashion nova or forever 21 you know he's gonna want someone who maybe ha- can afford international clothing lines and in apparel so it's just a lot comes with it and i think um not too many people 
really pay attention to that or get, give that consideration. Well, everybody so, wanna, well, a lot of these cats want to hop on here and be a Atlanta housewife. And I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with being a housewife with Fashion Nova. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. If the guys yeah. take care of you and you get everything you want, just because you're not on TV and cutting the food, that ain't the end all be all. You know, right. and I've noticed that a lot of folks think, oh man, I got a ball player. You don't understand that guy needs you more than anything, especially if he's a football player. You know, he got he got a job job. You know what I mean? I, you know, I mean, we crack sport, we got sport, you know, sports jokes about these guys, you know, and sucking at their sport, but dog, every time they screw up, that's the potential bag that they're not gonna get. That's pressure. And you know, especially if you come from a community where you're you're the bag and you're taking care right. of your household, your mom's household, and everybody else. No, I don't need you out here cutting the food. We we yeah. need to, you know, hold this together so we can take care of everybody. Right. No, I agree with yeah. you hundred percent. Well, we I appreciate Royal, my boy. I appreciate you always coming through on the clutch and um, you know, holding it down. So what we're gonna I do think- is mm-hmm. we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then when we return, we will have our guest, uh, Mr. Naeem Walton, and we will pick up on what do you look for at the table? You guys are tuned into the last episode of 2020. He said, what? (laughs) So funny. We will be right back. Hey, 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 it's your girl Simply Bree, and I want to make sure you are one of our subscribers for YouTube because he said, what? Radio Network is not slacking, okay? Every Monday, check us out on Simply Sports with one mic, RG, and myself as we give you some of the best coverage when it comes to sports, news, and stats. Plus, we're throwing an intellectual conversation. Who can beat that? Tuesdays, he said, what? Radio show with myself and one special guest where I'm giving you what men think from their own perspectives. And then Wednesdays, we have the Truth Serum with myself and two special invited guests where we are bridging the gap in communication between men and women. Make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. We look forward to seeing you. All right. Welcome back, you guys. You have tuned into He Said What? With your host, Simply Bree. And tonight we are getting into the nitty gritty on a much needed discussion. What do you look for at the table? Because a lot of the times we are getting into relationships or we're seeking relationships. And unfortunately, we're not bringing along what it is that we're looking for. So um, our guest for the evening is the one and only Mr. Naeem Walton. Welcome. Hey. Oh, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? All is well. All is well. That's awesome. So with you, sir, with you being in the spotlight, I'm sure, you know, when it comes to relationships and dating, um, you may have uh, plenty of women just throwing themselves at you. So I'll ask you this. What are some things that um, women might have to sacrifice in order to get a man is deeply invested in his career um i think for sure like i, I think one of the main components that has to be there is trust mm-hmm. um you know because a lot of times women like pre-selected men like let's be honest here like women don't no woman wants a man that no other woman doesn't want you know what <laughs> i mean let's be right. let's be honest yeah. um so i feel like you know a lot of times like you know they may want that but they're not also they're not also prepared to to come with the things that come with a with a with a 
high-valued man like that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like the trust factor has to be there. Um, you have to be a secure person, a secure woman, um, to know to know and understand who you are and what your place what your place is in this man's life, and just kind of like play your position. All right. Well, he said, play your position. Play your position. Listen, okay. I mean, especially when a man is on a you know he's in the he's in the building phase, but you know, um, for me personally, like I'll speak from a personal perspective. Um, I don't like to reward unproven commodities. Mm. But if you show that you're willing to, 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 as I'm laying the bricks, instead of just sitting there and being a bystander and just watching me, but you're actually willing to, to, to help me out, to just right. assist me a little bit and help me build. Yeah. Once we get this pyramid together and I'm sitting pretty, I'm going to make sure you're good. I'm going to always look out for you forever because I, can, I couldn't have built that without you. Right. So that's important that you say that because in listening to a lot of other interviews, um, we have some women who say, well, you know, I'm going to help him. I'm going to help him, you know, with his business. But if he's a six-figure guy, I'm pretty sure he already got his business figured out because he's, he's getting it. So when you say to help you, what, what is it that a woman can do to help someone who's already successful? I mean, I, I'm sure like if, if, I mean, if he's any, any real man, he's always going to continue to set goal, new goals for himself. So, I mean, you can't just look at it and just measure someone else's uh, level of success to the way that you just you view it. It may be other aspects like we got to stop thinking that everything is all about finances. Yeah. You know, I know the music and the hip hop wives and all that stuff kind of perpetuate those stereotypes and all that. But I always say this, like or we, when we talk about love, we also talk about something that's a spiritual quality. Right. You can't touch love, you know, just like air. It's, it's a, you know, it's the same. Uh oh, hold on. Did you hear me? Okay, I can hear you now. Yeah. yeah. So you can, you know, you can show it in physical form and, um, you know, and being affectionate and things of that nature. But, um, it's like, you know, when you're talking about something that's so deep like that, like, you know, you're talking about like there's emotional, you know, there's emotional uh, intelligence. There's spiritual intelligence you know it's like though you know you got to tap into those deeper things and we kind of just get out of aspect of thinking everything is just about finance and so yeah. somebody might be struggling emotionally you know you you just got to figure out how to play your part and each person is different every situation is different and that's why i always say this love thing is not a one shoe size fits all you know it's right. tailored to each specific individual we all have our childhood traumas or, 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 you know, we all were raised different. So mm -hmm. that's part of understanding your partner and really, and really learning, you know, how does this person desire to be loved? You know? Right. That makes a hundred percent like sense because it's like, you can't necessarily focus on just their career. You got to look at who they are as an individual. Of course. Because like you said, we all come with some type of baggage, whether it's from childhood or whether it's from a past relationship, you're still, I don't care what you say, you're going to bring some past relationship residue with you because Absolutely. it's just a natural thing. So to be able to just look at the person and say, okay, well, how can I help you as an individual? Because that's going to reflect in what you do. Absolutely. You know, that's going to make say, you a better person. I always say personally, like what I do doesn't make me who I am. Right. What I do doesn't make me who I am. Like. Mm -hmm. So the success is a lot of times it's just a mask that we hide behind. Right. Because <laughs> that's not who we really are. You know, right. that's, the, that's the front we, we put up, you know, yeah. this and this. But 
when I strip naked of all this, of being a model, being this and being that, I'm naive at the end of the day. So that's the person that I really want you to love. Because if I know you love the image or you love the facade, um, I'm always going to question that if, if this if this house comes come burning down, are you still going to be there? Exactly. Yeah. Oof. And that's, that, that happens. I was just telling Royal, like, mm-hmm. I, I was listening to a woman who had this whole mindset of, I want a man with this and that. And, oh, but if he gets hurt, then I'm on to the next one. And it's like, okay, so you're an opportunist. You don't really want the man. You want that opportunity. You want to be able to say that I was on his arm. So now when it comes to deal breakers, now we all have relationship deal breakers. But what about business deal breakers? What are some business deal breakers for you, either with an agency or even a, a different entrepreneur? Um. I think one of the deal breakers for me, uh, I'm satisfied with the agency I'm signed with now, um, but I was represented in the past. And I think um, a deal breaker for me uh, in my industry is to sign or work with an agency who's not willing to work as as hard for me as I am for myself. You know, if you're not willing to do that, then it's like, I think the relationship is just pointless. So, you know, why am I going to give you 20% of everything that I make? based on work that I can be doing for myself and taking hundred percent of everything. So right. yeah, in my industry, I would say that's a deal breaker for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's very important, especially when it comes to communication, because a lot of the times people are just signing up in contracts just for the opportunity. They're signing up because they feel like, Oh, well that's something that I want to do, but they're not looking at the fine print. So how important is both verbal and written communication when it comes to personal and professional relations? Uh, written, written, I'm sorry. Written. Yeah, written. so verbal and written communication. Okay. So even text messaging, emails, how important is, is that type of communication for personal and professional relations? Well, I, I, I don't know. I consider, you know, those to be like two completely different different sex. I mean, when we talk about communicating, I think relationships, I think it should always be direct communication. Right. Um, because I, from my experience, past experiences, communication has been lost through text messages or, you know, nobody's communicating through no damn email. So um, I guess you said <laughs> the DM can, can represent an email, but um, yeah. yeah, I think in a relationship it's always got to be direct and, from my my personal experience, I only speak off my experience. So, right, yes, um, I think it should be direct communication, um, or I can even say this too. Like for uh, for me, I realize there's a there's a difference, even if it's a woman that has a lot of options, because I take the initiative to Facetime her. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to keep doing all this back and forth, <laughs> right? And these words to you, you know, right. because I, I always say that. Uh, it takes a, a five minute a five minute FaceTime equivalents to a week of texting. I can get all my points out in five minutes, and it's and it's all about warp speed in this, um, especially in this generation because things come quick. So, yeah. you know, and, you, and, the, and the next thing's coming. So people lose interest; they have short attention spans. So it's like just get on it immediately. Um, but as far as business, yeah, I think written communication is uh is very important in business because you don't you don't get to, to just have direct communications. There's all these systems in place to mm-hmm. prevent you from even speaking to someone. So uh, I believe 
learning learning um, to articulate your words and and and, uh, and written communication and learning to understand certain verbiages and stuff like that is definitely important. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who are the people who have impacted you deeply throughout your life, both in a positive and in a negative way? Both in the positive and in the negative. Um. I would say my mom for sure. My mom definitely um, inspired me a lot. Uh, I she was a single mom, so she kind of just showed me that uh, you know we it was five of us, so it was five of us total. So she really just showed showed me that um, like no matter what, you know, even when the odds are stacked against you, you know, just to always keep fighting the life. Um, and she always told me never prove people right. Never prove people right. So anytime anyone has ever doubted me, it's actually been more motivation for me because I won't stop at nothing to to, to prove you wrong. Um, and though, I, though as I get older and I mature, I realize that it maybe shouldn't always be about that. I maybe always shouldn't need that button. But right. when you look at all the greats, I think I think that's the thing that they have in common. Like you look at um, the quarterback, Tom Brady. You know, he was mm-hmm. a six-round draft pick. They passed on him. Day one, day two, you know, that any even 20 years in the game and being at playing at the highest level, he still has that chip from 20 years ago that keeps him motivated and keeps him going. And he always goes back to that. Michael Jordan, um, you know, just to name a couple, just to name a, a few of those individuals who, you know, by being overlooked, helped propel them to the next level of greatness. Um, so I would say, yeah, my mom. Um, my mom, she taught me also to be like genuine, always be, always be, uh, you know, the best version of you, yeah. always be your authentic self. Like anything other than that is cheesy. So mm-hmm. that's why I kind of don't like a lot of things nowadays because I feel like it's all sugar coated and watered down. Right. Okay. Now, how mm-hmm. has that affected your choice of partners? Um. It has affected my choice, I think, in a way that I realized that, like, I guess I guess going back to that, I guess you can just say my mom is a very strong woman. Mm-hmm. She's a very strong, like, alpha mm-hmm. woman, you know. Um, and a lot of times in the beginning, I noticed I would, I would you know, have a, be in a relationship with a woman who wasn't as strong. And, you know, she would go through things and I would be like, well wow, that's so something so little. Why are you, you know, instead of really hearing her out and listening. Right. So I had to mature in a way too and understand that everybody's story is, is different yeah. in this game of life. This is a game and everybody everybody's has a different player. Everybody has different skill sets, different backgrounds, different yeah. this. And like, you know, when you really love someone that you kind of take a more of a humble approach and learn to like understand that person and listen to them and, right. you know, instead of just judging them. You know, and uh, and uh, we I come from a household where it was tough love like that because there was no father in place. So um, that's how we loved each other. And that's you know, that's how, you know, that's what I was receptive to. But just because it worked that way for me doesn't mean it'll work that way for my partner. So sometimes the best learning is unlearning. Yeah, unlearning. Ooh, I think a lot of us have to go through that because you know, the way that we were raised doesn't necessarily mean that it was the right way. Absolutely. It just worked. Like, 
you can go back and look at how you were brought up and be like, damn, that was cruel or that was harsh, but you understood it and it helped you grow into who you are today. But just because that's how you were raised doesn't mean that you have to continue to be that person. Um, You have a lot of people who live in that bubble, in that world of, oh, I was just raised this way, so take Mm -hmm. it or leave it. And it's like, okay, well, you might not be trying to change. And sometimes you have to meet that person where they are. Like, okay, this is who you are. And until you want to change for yourself, I can't really expect anything different from you. And that's yeah, my, my recommendation there would be love those people from a distance. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, wrote, I wrote the other day, um, I wrote that, like, you know, uh, I have a strong faith in God. So I wrote that uh, in the Bible, the distinction between people is simply just those that who try and those who don't. Right. So if you see somebody just trying, make sure you pat them on the back and mm-hmm. encourage them. Yeah. That's it. Just those that try and those that are so simple, but so complex. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It'll go over a lot of people's heads. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, because just, just talking to you when I created this question, it was just like, you know, it could go one or two ways. Um, what are some things you fear most in getting close to another person? And the reason why I said I was hesitant on asking that question is because some people don't have a fear. Some right. people are just like, it is what it is. And then some people do have some type of cautionary, you know, measure. So if you have any fears, what would it be? Uh, my, my, I did for a long time. Um, I would realize that I had, I had uh, communication issues. Um, and again, that just went back to how, how I was raised. Um, and I noticed that I would always have a fear of when things went wrong to express that to my to my partner, not a fear of them like bailing out or anything. Mm-hmm. I think it was more so because of in my mind and in my head where I was at, my, at that particular time in my life. I felt like things should be this way and not this way. Mm-hmm. So it's just like all this. This is going wrong, but this shouldn't be this way. It should be this way. So really, I learned later on that it was kind of like an internal conflict that I just had with myself. And so I felt like I could never let my partner see me for being this person who, in my mind, I don't believe myself to be or Mm. or believe these things to be happening. Um, So that would just create distance. It would just create a lack of communication, awkwardness, um, because something is wrong and you don't you don't have the confidence to express it to your partner. And you're saying nothing's wrong, but when something is really wrong and, you know, you're connected to this person. So, you know, she feels that she feels, you know, women are um, right. empath- empathetic, empathic, too. So, you know, right. they feel. And it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I, w- I would probably say that. I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> I get locked in. I get into these zones. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I think um, fear... I have this shirt that I had got, and it said, fear is a liar. And um, we all, you know, go through some type of fear. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you truly, truly, truly believe, then, you know, you're going to set yourself free. Mm -hmm. And that's important, like, not to live in your fear. Because fear is going to prevent you from going through so many doors. And it's like, when you get through that door, you're like, I was worried about yeah. this for nothing. Yeah. Like, you become your own your own block. 
So it's just, you know, I mean, I wish I would have thought about this when I was younger because, boy, I was I was terrified of everything, like yeah. food, height, you know. But once you get past it, you just realize that you really just made a big deal out of nothing. So, Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it definitely boosts your, com- your self-esteem and your confidence and unlocks something in you when you, you know, when you face those things. Yeah. I actually was reading the other day, it was like about being courageous. Like sometimes they say somebody's courageous. It's actually the definition is basically like someone you actually are fearful, but you just you just attack that thing, even though you even though you're so afraid of it, you just go ahead and do it anyway. That's what being courageous is. What this is like not even knowing the list, but just and us talking, <laughs> what is one thing that you were most fearful of in, in anything, not even oh, relationships in life? Definitely dying before reaching my full potential. Mm. Definitely dying. I think that uh, what a tragic to the world that would be. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, yeah, that's that's probably my biggest. Uh, that'd probably be my biggest fear is uh, dying before like reaching my complete full potential. Yep. Mm. So my biggest fear. This is gonna sound really weird. My biggest fear was asking for a raise at work oh really yeah like i never in my life and i'm 37 i never asked for a raise ever and so this one company in particular i was getting ready to leave like i had put in my two weeks i gave them one week notice i was like i'm out of here and they wanted to negotiate with me so i was like okay let me i asked for a 80 percent raise yeah that's a big jump (laughs) Now, I was like, I never did this before. And of course, I didn't get it. I got something, but I didn't get it. But it was just, the, I got over that fear, like, oh my God, like, I'm asking for an outrageous amount of money. And I didn't get it, but I did it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, after that, I was like, I can do anything. Like, right. what can't I do? Like, right. it was, it, that was my biggest fear. Like, I don't, I don't know if I have any current fears because I can't really think of anything because I've just been living this transparent life where I'm just telling it like it is like I'm, I'm walking in my truth yeah. so I can't I get nervous before every show I mean that's just the perfectionist but yeah exactly outside of that I mean that's just what it is so yeah now when it comes to dating okay the good stuff now (laughs) (laughs) would you consider the expectations of yourself and your potential partners realistic are you are you asking for what you can provide or is it just shooting in the air um yeah that for me personally yeah i I go i never ask for more than what i can give you know because i believe it should be you know a a 50 50 split so Mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I mean, for me, that's, you know, all I ask is that, you know, you you may, you know, you should be able to kind of like, I don't like the the added pressure of having to feel like I have to have dead weight and take care of someone. You know, I come from, uh, I have an athletic background. So um, as an athlete and being in, a, being in, you know, team field environments, it's always like you have to do your job, do your part, play your part. So 
you know, that's that's kind of the same approach that I take towards being in a relationship. And whatever you lack, I'm willing to help you. But again, it just goes back to trying and just being able to being able to, you know, deliver and play your part. But I'm definitely not taking on the role of a beta male provider and, um, you know, giving just giving just to be given, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that's not my style. <laughs> it's like that's uh, not no, it's not my style. I didn't I didn't get that type of vibe from you. Just oh, no, you won't get that vibe. <laughs> I'll, I'll be direct with it. You know, that's the okay. that's the issue, though, It's just. That's the pressure issue. Um, actually, I was talking to a guy recently. I, I, met, I had a flight from Miami, and he was an older gentleman, but he shared something with me. He said, instead of, he said, if you love someone, don't, um, don't fish for them. Teach them how to fish. Mm-hmm. If you really love them. Mm-hmm. If you really love them. Yeah, let me show you how to get this. Right. Yeah, show them. Show them how. But they never teach them that. They always use it because they feel like that's where their value lays. Yeah. So how yeah. can I control this person? Oh, but stop working. Let me put you in this house and just stop. Yeah. I'll take care of you. Let me cripple you. Yeah. Yeah. And let me able cripple you. Yes. Exactly. So what do you look for in a woman? Um, I look, I look, I realize I get along best with people who have, who have self-awareness, who have mm-hmm. done the inner work. And looked into themselves and understand the deepest parts of who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a woman that's affectionate. I like ambition, drive, discernment, which I feel like is the number one quality most women lack. Right. Um, they don't know the real from the fake. Um, what is it? Selflessness. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. You know, to be to be selfless and know what it is to to put someone before you. Um, is another big quality, um, and open-minded, being open, open-minded. You know, I know I'm not for everybody. I know I'm a, a unique personality, so I need someone who, you know, who's who will be willing to have a mind that's that's broad enough to understand me the same way that I would do for them. You know, because I realize I'm that way. I'm that way with my partner. Like, you know, so I realize the unconventional situations are the ones that work best because. It's not normal. Oh, that that couple's not normal. It's not well. They different people. They right. they do what works for them. This is not one shoe size fits all. I got to keep expressing that. Y'all can't, can't do it, Aunt Jackie. Aunt Jackie said, "Hope he looking for me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aunt Jackie. Oh goodness. Okay. Um. Uh, okay, this is like curveball because this has been brought into my DM box uh, a lot this week. What are your thoughts on polyamorous relationships? Uh, um, I actually I don't know. I study history a lot, so I mean, I I, I see in history that I mean, obviously it's worked. Um, I just think that it, it's a challenge in today's society because of uh, all the conditioning. Yeah. That's been that's been pressed upon people. I mean, in, in certain countries, I know in Africa, they still do. It's still a lot of polyamorous relationships. Um, mm-hmm. But I believe if you can, if you can, if you have the, you know, the the, the ability to um, give the same equal equal amount of love and finances and all that kind of thing to to each woman that you choose to be with, and they're they are they're okay with it, then. By all means, do your thing. Okay, okay. 
we we support gay, uh, you know, not no disrespect or anything, but like gay relationships. So it's just another sexual orientation. You know, they like to have two women or that woman might want two guys, you know, whatever the case may be. But like I said, I'm going to keep saying the same thing. Every situation is different. So. Right. Gotcha. Okay. And then. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, lastly, what might a successful man require of a woman for her to deem him as his wife or deem her as his what what will she what would she need? Yeah, what might a successful man require of a woman for her to be deemed as his wife? Um. So, what well, would you, if you were looking for a wife, right. what qualities would you like for her to have? Um, I think I think in that situation that you just explained, I, I would say definitely be supportive. Mm-hmm. To to um to definitely be the be the supportive type. Um. Yeah, because in my in my in my opinion, like things in life, you know, I work, I do work in production, so I work in film. So okay. every time you do a production, things never go the way that you intend them to go. There's always something that gets thrown. It's just like life; it's no different, right? We we intend right. oh, we'll do this, we're gonna do that, yeah. and then like just like the pandemic, I'm sure everybody had all their marketing plans and all their trips and, and uh, vacations all set in place. And then every, then this, we got thrown with the pandemic. Boom. Yeah, you know, it, it hits. So sometimes those things happen. And, uh, you know, it's, it's nice if someone's supportive, you know, what comes with that is like, they know how to adjust in, their, in every situation or at least try to, um, and just, you know, figure it out. And, um, and I think in that process, that also makes a relationship stronger. Like, for instance, I, I go back to uh, my athletic background. I always say a bond between two people is only built through the struggle. Right. You only really trust each other when you struggle because, like, I could trust you when I'm here, but can I trust you when I'm here? Right. Maybe when I'm here, you'll kick my back in. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. maybe yeah, maybe you will. So, you know, football is like I play football, um, and it's like, you know, you got all these guys that come from these different backgrounds, you know, it's all these ego, everybody's ego driven. And, you know, when you first come into camp, it feels like, you know, you guys are ready to almost go to war with each other. You feel the tension in the room. But through a three month process of waking up early, doing two days, uh, putting your body through grueling pain, you know, and in three months, you all ready to face another team and you're ready to go to war for that person that you was just ready to fight three months ago. So, you know, that through that example, constant example year in and year out of my life it, it also is just showed me in every relationship that a bond is really built when two people are able to go through something together i don't believe in most relationships nowadays because it's you know social media advertises what your life should be like and i'm and when you really understand life you know that that's not the truth right, right. you know it's like the things we just we just we're discussing right now right um so I believe, like, you tell me what y'all two actually were able to overcome and go through, or now you got something. But yeah. y'all ain't that? Uh, cool. Keep keep, <laughs> keep doing it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> keep doing it for sure. Awesome. Well, that that was that was amazing. I'm so glad that you Yeah, I'm blessed. Us. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. You're a great host. Oh, um, I love what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate Big time. you. So what we're going to do is I want you to let everyone know what do you have going on? What's what's coming up next for you? 
how can they reach out to you and show their support on everything that you got doing, that you're going through right now? Um, I got uh, I got Love Island coming up in a couple months. Um, I think we scheduled to start filming in March, uh, which I'm excited about. Um, Alpha Code, uh, I got my book, Teaching Men to Exude Alpha Qualities and Dating Techniques. Uh, that'll be out soon. Um, you can you can reach me at on Instagram at Naeem Walton underscore, um, Twitter at Naeem Walton underscore, TikTok at Naeem Walton underscore, um, and yeah, just follow me. Um, you know, keep I keep everything up to date on my social channels and everything, and uh, yeah, that's really it. Awesome. Can you? I can't get with TikTok. Like I, I just uh, it was a, it was an adjustment for me. It was definitely an adjustment because um, you know everybody's kind of doing the whole dance thing and yeah. you know and my daughter had i got a daughter so my daughter was on the tiktok and i'm like well this is a platform for children because yeah. i found out about the tiktok through the kids mm-hmm. you know people and people my age group didn't have no tiktok you know this right. is like the thing that they really start doing during the whole pandemic situation i guess because you know yeah. it's easy to create content in, in your house or whatever the case may be but uh I just made some little videos every now and then. I just kind of, I always kind of do things to my own twist anyway. So I never right. really follow what they're pumping out. And uh, I just kind of do kind of do it my way. Kinda. Listen, well, my hat is off to you because I, I got one video. I created two accounts and I'm just like, okay, they're not really doing nothing. Okay, this is, all right, I'm done. Uninstall. <laughs> I can't. I'll stick with Instagram. So, well, once again, thank you so much for coming on this evening and, you know, talking with me in regards to what do you bring to the table? What are you looking for in the table? Um, I also want to give a shout out to Royal for stepping through. You guys also make sure that you check out Royal on Instagram. Um, Royal, do you want to come back up and say your, your salutation, sir? Yes? Okay. There you go. Go ahead. Go ahead, let the folks know how can they reach out to you. Salute to you, brother. Um, go ahead, there yes, you go, sir. Ryan. Thank you. Um, ooh, spotlight. Okay, <laughs> um, you can catch me on um, Instagram under RDs. I, I, um, you can catch me on um Xbox at um RD two six one one six and on Twitter under Royal Games. Um, I'm the leader of Forty Still Gaming. We do weekly content, and we're also on the Monday Sports Show, the greatest sports show of all time, Simply Sports with Mike and RT. So I'm out here. Feel free to um, give me a line. And thank you, as always, Bree, for always looking out for your boy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Glasses. Yeah. Oh, please, because you're serious. Okay. Uh, yeah. The glasses make you serious. Yes. Right. Back yes. to Bree. That's right. Back <laughs> to you, Bree. Yes. All right. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and close out. So you guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight on Heat Say What? This is our last show for tonight. Oh, my goodness. But um, there's going to be some changes. I'm going to say that. So you will have to stay tuned to find out what those changes are. Um, You can find me on Clubhouse, Simply Bree. You can just Google Simply Bree, and you'll find me on every social media. It's spelled the same. It's not Simple Bree. It's Simply Bree. And um, thank you guys for rocking with me tonight. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which if you go to youtube.com backslash C backslash he said what radio network, 
we have our own URL. So it doesn't get any better than that. So you lovely people out there, I wish you guys a safe 2020 and a wonderful 2021. I hope you guys are amazing. I hope everything that you are aiming for comes true. It's going to come true. You need to go ahead and manifest it. We are all about to make our money in 2021 if we're not already making it in 2020. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you guys tomorrow on the Truth Serum. And that's all that I got. So good night. <laughs> 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 I'm looking good. at her. I'm back. Oh, yeah, right. I'm back. Good night, y'all. Y'all have a good one. And Bye. Good night. Good night.